On this episode of Open Box Policy, we try and keep it lighter after our last episode was a little bit on the serious side. So we talk about everything from stem cells to Devin's obsession with ShamWow. And we also talk about Adam's surgery that he's having tomorrow. And he's going to end up being like me afterwards. Yeah. Over and over. I mention it as many times as I possibly can. Your functionality is going from, well, you're losing half your functionality. Yeah, basically. Yeah. He wants people to feel sorry for him. Yeah, but so that's not happening. Up. That's not happening in this room. No, no one pities you. You big not guy. in this room. He needs your support. Hit us up on socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at OBP Raw. And if you want to continue the conversation, please reach out to us on our email address obppodcast at gmail Appreciate all the support, everyone. Thanks, guys. watching that episode of of Joe Rogan recently where he had Mel Gibson on talking about stem cells. Apparently, he took his his dad to some other country or to some doctor that uses stem cells. They yeah. only he only uses like embryonic stem cells and he only uses the ones from the umbilical cord, whatever. The guy only uses like the most premier stem cells. And it turned his dad's life around. Ninety-four years old, he went from a total like degenerative disease, and basically on his deathbed, they inject him, injected him with stem cells, and they they were like he literally just woke up and started walking around, and he started like getting an erection again. Even Mel Gibson jokes around about it. He's like, yeah, he started using the thing as like a towel rack, <laughs> you know. Because it, and it's crazy. It just like it like revitalized. It. When stem cells, it's become more more. Um, I mean, there for the like the longest time, it was outlawed. You couldn't do it in the United States, but now it's become they've become a little more flexi- flexible about it. I don't think the FDA still, um, I don't know, technically backs it or anything. Uh, but a lot of people actually go to Mexico or to other countries, like you're talking about. But anyways, this guy, his name is Bob Greenfield. He was on uh, Joe Rogan on one of his most recent episodes. Um, but I just saw an article today because Rogan shared it where he, well, let me give it, let me back up for a second. This guy, he, he takes all these different things that he reads about or that people send him and whether it's like, it could be steroids or it could be things for like health improvement or like to gain, um, muscle or to get like bigger. He, he tries all these experimental things just to see like, and he like notates, I think he works for men's health if I'm not mistaken. And he like documents like what his findings. So I just read an article that he uh, went to this place in Florida that he's used before for other things because they have a new experimental treatment um, where they inject stem cells into a man's penis <laughs> to make it larger. Well, for for two two things really for ED and also for growth as so well. So they're doing this in the United States. Yes. Yeah. It's a, I can't remember the exact name, but it's a, it's a, a stem cell place in Florida. Um, but he, he did it for the growth factor, not for the ED. Um, and he said, I mean, his, his documented findings are, is that he, he has seen like enlargement in his penis. Like length or girth? I think it's everything. A little bit of both. Girth. Yeah. He has wow. like measured to see exactly. Well, then the fun. Well, well, but he says. It just feels bigger. No, but he says, like, it's noticeably larger, and the fact, I mean, take that for what it's worth, but he says also his wife can notice a difference inside of her. I don't understand how, you know, most therapies, most things that we do are, are, they're targeted specifically, and I'm sure that maybe they're, they're dividing the stem cells, and they're putting them in a centrifuge, and they're only pulling out the stuff that they know will like work in a, in a well, penis. And they used his own stem cells ah, out, of, out of some of his fat, um, for some of his fat cells. Really? Yeah, and injected them into his penis. Um, I have so many awful jokes running through my head right now. <laughs> I have so many awful jokes. Uh, the, the first one I had was the punchline was basically gonna gonna be something about a guy like dipping his wick in like you know a, a like bin of you know like aborted fetuses or something like that Jesus you know like something awful but <laughs> which is just awful but 
pretty soon we're going to have like at home DIY stem cell kits where you yeah. can just like inject it into anything. Yeah. Instead of 23 and me where you, you know, you send in your DNA, it'll be like, you know, two inches in me, <laughs> two let's inches in P. Let's go ahead and trademark that at home stem cell kits. <laughs> yeah. Right now. That's pretty crazy. I would love it if, you know, I've told you all before about my dad. My dad has got a lot of health issues and, and I wish that he would have explored hgh and i i wish he would have explored some experimental therapies so he could have had a fat old cock yeah, yep <laughs> that's exactly why i want my dad to go out with the biggest dick possible i mean who wouldn't want that yeah no i ju- i mean you know they Fucking they talk erections about erections that could stop trains exactly <laughs> exactly his erections would have been heralded you know the things that people whisper about at parties you know, <laughs> the things that people carve into headstones. <laughs> Actually, he could carve headstones with his dick. That would be great. He would just go around to new new buildings being built and, and leave an imprint of his dick in the fresh concrete yep. everywhere. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. No, I mean, you know, they, he's got all these spine issues. He's got all these degenerative issues. And, I mean, he just doesn't have the money. I mean, you've got to be rich. To, right. to start screwing around with stem cells. Well, and and not to mention, it's kind of... We, we documented it in our earlier podcast that I would love for stem cells to be able to grow my arm back. Yeah. I'm waiting I'm waiting on that technology. How would that change your life? Well, I mean, just the fact that I'd be able to wipe my ass with either hand, I'd be an ambidextrous ass wiper. I think that would that's, uh, a, that's a game changer right there. Yeah, that's not the first thing I would think of, but... yeah. I mean, or are you talking about jerking off? <laughs> no, I'm just talking about using your other hand for everyday things. You mean I could actually, I could, I could do a push up without having to use a fucking step at my house yeah. to, for my nub? Yeah. Do you do that? I always yeah. thought you just did one arm push ups. Yeah, like a beast. Yeah, because I can, I can press 300 pounds with one arm. <laughs> the, I, the day that Josh can do a one arm push up, I'm just going to give up on life. <laughs> I mean, you would have to be like a bodybuilder. You're going to eat a fucking bullet on that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just going to come home and smoke my 1911. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, stem. The whole thing with stem cells is is pretty unbelievable. I. I what I was going to say, not to mention, I mean, the, the thing with stem cells is that it's still kind of icky. People don't like yeah. the thought of it because. But you it, can get them from more than just like a boarded fetus. I know, but it still has that stigma. Right. Um, that's pretty crazy. They use your own stem. How, we're, I don't even know that I had stem yeah, cells. Yeah, you can harvest them out of your body. They're in like different places. Don't use the word harvest. Yeah. You can harvest your own stem cells. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever talk about my dad's huge dick and then harvesting something within the same percentage. I'm waiting for Adam, Adam to come over here and harvest my semen out of me. Uh, that's definitely going to be something we're going to cut out. <laughs> it's disgusting. Anyway, before we started this thing, you said you had some big fancy story. Listen, it's- Josh told me earlier this week that he had, he was like, oh, I got a fucking story for you guys. It's it's like just it made me crack up. I just gotta tell you, but I'm I gonna, can't tell you until the podcast. I'm gonna I'm like, pr- dude. Why the fuck did you tell me that you were gonna have a story for us, but not tell me until because the podcast? I want your I want your reaction to be like real. Well, time. just bring the story up on the podcast. Well, it's Don't gonna, tell me the thing that I because hate I wanted to build the anticipation. When, <laughs> yeah, when people say, "Oh, I have something to tell you." And then, and then they I, 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 I like I can't tell you right now. <laughs> or they like, why wait the fuck? Tell just tell me later. Like tell me the actual story <laughs> later. Don't tell me you have something to say, but you can't say it right now. Or they wait to tell you, and then it's just it falls flat on its face. That happened to me tonight. Tonight, I I, I didn't really tell you all the story, but I I was way to steal the thunder. I'm not right going to hijack you. Just listen to me. <laughs> hey hey. Uh, by the way, that brings up a funny story oh, that happened God. to me tonight. Just listen to me. I was. Someone sent me a text message and they were like, you know, or no, they called me and they were like, you know, it's, I have something like really crazy to tell you. Like I did something like totally ghetto tonight. It was just totally ridiculous. And I, I, you know, too bad you missed out. You couldn't answer your phone. So I jumped up from my desk and I called and and was like, I got to hear this. What did you do? What, What was so fantastic that you called me? And it was like just something completely mundane. Completely mundane. And I couldn't tell if that was part of the shtick. So I I just pissed all over it and was like, 
Well, I cannot believe I got up from my desk, and I'm, I'm I was in a bit of a surly mood because I'm I'm a crybaby and I'm having surgery. Surly, tomorrow. burly, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I, I'm having surgery and I'm pissed about it. So I I pissed all over it, and she got pissed. She kind of she was like, "Well, it's been really great uh, talking to you. Thanks for completely like, you know, pissing all over everything I just said to you." Yet another casualty. In yeah, but I mean, it, it was like it was like so yeah, another casualty. Yeah. My whole life is paved with people that used to be my friends. The trail of fucking tears. Yeah. <laughs> it's the trail of tears. Anyway, if this story is anticlimactic, it's going to piss us off. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and preface the story and say that I'm going to I'm going to guarantee that this has never happened to you and you've never come across this in your entire life. Does it, okay. Ever. All right, go for it, man. So you sold setting it. yourself up pretty big here. I know. So, I'm uh I'm getting ready to come to work on I believe it was Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. So anyways, I'm leaving my neighborhood, you know, driving. And um, I'm coming down like this long straightaway. And I live kind of in a rural area. So, you know, the houses aren't right on top of each other. So I'm coming down the road. Yeah, by rural, he means like a super nice neighborhood with nice paved roads. You live in a fucking cul-de-sac. Yeah, he he (laughs) (laughs) lives... The town that you live in might be a little rural, but you live in like this ritzy Look, neighborhood. My house is only fourteen thousand square feet. Dude, yeah, you live exactly. you live in an HOA. Yeah. <laughs> I live they don't in have an that HOA. In rural I live areas. in an HOA. Yeah. What you know what the fuck I mean? Inside of one, you're not in a rural area. Yeah, sorry, go go. So go. anyway, so I, I leave out of my neighborhood and I'm going down the road, and <clears throat> it's kind of a long straightaway. Well, down at the end of it, there's like this little, like kind of like an S S curve that you have to go through. Well. Kind of like right as you're coming out of the final like turn there, there's this one house that's like right on the corner, this little little white house. The guy does landscaping or something because I always notice he has this like kind of a jacked up red Chevy truck and he always like has like a um, a trailer hooked on the back and he has like mowers and stuff on it and stuff. So he like does some type of landscaping. landscaping written all over it. Yeah. Well, every time I like come through that little S S turn, I can't help but like look over at that house because it's like straight line view. So I always like look at it from time to time or whatever. So this, you know, Sunday morning, I'm I'm coming through that little S turn and I just kind of like glance over at the house and I like glance back over the road. Well, I realized that when I glanced at that house, something was off. Like I didn't first catch like right, right initially, but Whenever I, I can't, I like looked back onto the road. I was like, wait, wait a minute. I saw something. So I double take and I looked back again and sticking out of this guy's hood of his truck is a fucking pickaxe. What? <laughs> Someone had buried a fucking pickaxe into the hood of his truck, into his engine block. No joke. I, yes. I, I don't know what this guy did. I don't know what he did or like what led to this, but he's got like a hood scoop, you know, like a. A raised thing well, it's because he's a redneck landscaper. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he has a hood. So he scoop. has like this hood scoop, and literally in the side of the hood scoop, but it's like you know straight up and down is a fucking pickaxe, like a matic. It's got and I and I know this because like the end that is in the hood is like the you know the pointy end. Yeah, the pointy end. Yeah, and Sharpen. the end sticking out is that flat end yeah. that you use to hoe around your vegetables with and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what kind of fucking vegetables you're growing, but I don't ever <laughs> use a fucking well, pickaxe you know what, on. You know them. what I mean? But yeah, yeah, so it's sticking out of his truck, and I like, I like, I like look back really quick, and then I'm like staring at it. I'm like fucking staring at this pickaxe <laughs> sticking out of the hood of his car, and I immediately call my wife, and I'm like, "You'll fucking never believe what I just saw." And I like, I'm telling her the story, and she's like laughing, and I'm like, "If you come out, like I need you to like look and make sure that I wasn't hallucinating." Or I something. need you to take a picture. <laughs> Yeah. So later that night, I'm coming back in from work, and I <laughs> and I uh, I like I know that I'm coming up on that house, so I like put my lights on bright. I'm like I gotta I gotta make sure I saw it. So sure enough, I come by the house and I look over, and there's a a lovely silhouette, you know, that's imprinted coming off of his like porch light, and it's that fucking pickaxe. It's still there. It's still fucking in the hood of his truck. <laughs> so then, <laughs> I come, are you sure this is not a gag? No, it's a. Well, I'm getting to that. So <laughs> I come out today. I'm like, I'm going to visit my sister at her work, and I'm. I come out and I go by the house and I see his truck there. It's there, and it just so happens that he's got it turned the opposite way, which is, the pickaxe was coming in like away from where I could see. He's got it turned the opposite way, and he's got fucking duct tape covering the hole. 
He fucking oh, he duct tape God. over the fucking hole on his hood. Really? Yes. So obviously it didn't. I mean, you know, trucks are so big nowadays. There's a ton of room in the hood. It didn't get down deep enough to really do any engine damage. It must not have, but it yeah. was it was buried. It was fucking buried in. They were trying to get something. Whoever, I, unless he was drunk and did it himself or something. I or doubt it. I'd fucking be, cheated on someone. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Well, probably, probably it, has something to do with a female, or it's an employee. It's a, it's a landscaping employee that has some tools in their car, and they came out there, they had gotten fired, and they buried a pickaxe in this dude's truck. Well, I, they, they only stabbed it once. I mean, if you're really that irate when you like go like three or four times and then run off. Well, and also what was so crazy is it wasn't like that they, they didn't hit his headlights. They didn't knock any of that stuff off. It was just one fell swoop right. into the fucking hood. But Unle- again, Unless they swung it and then got it stuck, and they're like, oh, fuck. Or, and and again, though, you do live in a very well lit, very nice neighborhood. So you have to, I mean, you already have to be unbelievably brazen yeah, it, to sink not, a pickaxe. It wasn't in that neighborhood. It's kind of like in the, the it's rural. It's in the S-curve where you're not listening. Yeah, oh, it's, sorry. It's in, the, it's in kind of like the, the rural houses like outside of the neighborhood. Oh, outside of the neighborhood. Okay. It's in the poor people's houses. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man, I li- that, that part on the last podcast... I, or whenever it was when I lost my I lost my beer and like spit up my beer when you said something about Meadows Meadows Homes the oh, yeah. the place where you buy trailers, yeah. man I lost my shit. That was so funny. Poor people are funny. Yeah, yeah. When I whenever I said that, my wife was like, "What's Meadows Homes?" And I was like, "You're not from around here." Yeah, you're not from Lebanon. I was like, "That's a mobile home place that you buy fucking yeah. trailers at." Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. I I saw something. I saw something I've never seen last night. I was driving through a neighborhood, going to a friend's house. Are you one-upping me right now? No. No. I am not one-upping you. Continue. I saw a truck with two pickaxes in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, there was a guy actually pickaxing a truck when yeah. I drove past. He was taking a shit on the hood and pickaxing the radiator. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He was cleaning his teeth with the pickaxe. Uh, I was driving through a neighborhood, and I saw... This really obnoxious, like halogen light, kind of flashing around, and I could see a, a U-Haul truck at this house, and it, I was like, oh, "Okay, someone's like moving, and you know, they're kind of like, it's late, maybe the, the move went too long." I could see like a little bit of furniture in the driveway, and they're just trying to fill the truck up, or they're moving in. Yeah, one or the other is the, is, you know, a quick determination about what I was about to see. That's not what I saw. When I pulled up, I realized that the U-Haul was parked and the door was closed. And every piece of furniture and every stitch of clothing, I mean everything from this house, was strewn, strewn, like across the yard. There were clothes hanging from the the rails on the stairs going into the home. Somebody fucked up. Somebody got evicted. They got evicted, and all of their stuff was outside. And this U-Haul was just randomly parked there. And I don't know if the, there was stuff in the U-Haul because the door was closed or what. And then there was someone out there rummaging through it, and there was a car parked. So I, I, I kind of went past it. This is literally last night. I, I was just like, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like this. So I get to my friend's house, and she told me that's been there for days, Whoa. that they had gotten evicted during like the huge rainstorm that we had. And their couches, their clothes smell like their couches, their mattresses, everything. She said it had had actually gotten a lot smaller, that it was even bigger. And I mean, the entire front yard of a small house in a small, tight neighborhood was full all the way up the stairs, the driveway, everything. And she told me that she drove by there one day during the pouring rain during that storm we had, and there were just tarps over like some of the stuff that was the most valuable. But when I drove, I drove past it again last night. And I was looking at it, and you could see most of the furniture and st- everything outside was destroyed. It was all like water damaged and and, and destroyed. Yeah, I had never seen you. Know, you see that like in movies when someone gets like evicted from a house and everything's just laying in the road. I, I it was crazy. It was it was yeah it was kind of crazy. Do you think it would be? Uh, do you think it'd be exhilarating to be a property owner and have to evict people? No, I, it would actually. I think it would be very scary. My dad, I agree. My dad used to have to do that kind of stuff, and he said it was. I mean, that's that's big time. Yeah, you know, and of course, you give them a lot of notice. You start off with letters and letter and letter and letter and letter, and then you slap a note on the door that says, "In thirty days, we're going to change the locks." And you give them the the state 
will make you go through all of this this re- yeah this really long process. <clears throat> I mean, you can't just go up and say you out, which is too bad. So you said you were you were coming coming around at night and you saw this halogen light. It made me made me think about something that really anno- started. It doesn't just, didn't just start annoying me, but it really annoys me. Is do you ever encounter people that you're driving down the road and they think you have your brights on, but you don't, and then they start flashing or they turn their brights on. I'll blind that them. That fucking sets me off, bro. There's a fucking car on the interstate on my way home that just kept flashing their brights. Like Dude. all of us are going the same way. What? Why are you flashing your brights? I don't. Well, so so recently got a truck and I, you know it, it sits up higher than my car and it's got fancy like halogen or like it's got uh, those LED or the not LED HIDs. maybe. HID, a high intensity discharge or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So they're really super blue. Really, clear. really uh, white. Um, and like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what road I'm on. It doesn't, and it doesn't matter like what day it is. At least once when I'm driving home, if it's at night, somebody puts their fucking brights on, and then I just like I put it to them, dude. Yeah. I'm like, you motherfucker. You just they're, ram them like, off. Like, the no, road. they're the probably difference. adjusted wrong. Even if even if they automatically adjust, they're probably adjusted wrong. Well, I can I can adjust the the height. <clears throat> Like it's got a setting to where like if you're what? Going, if you're going like if you're going like up a hill or about to go up a hill, you can position them up higher um, to make them like whatever, so you can Technology, see. Technology, man. Yeah, but like uh, I don't have them set high, but I mean it's just because I guess the truck sits a little higher than a car does. It does, and they're supposed to kind of aim down, but they they're not always aimed perfect from the factory. They might need to be turned down like a tiny bit. But yeah, I mean, but I, don't, I don't care. Fuck, yeah. I, fuck everyone else. I, I'm driving. Yeah. You just want to blind everybody. Yeah, I'll run them off the road if I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck your huge, sense. expensive truck. Yeah. Your fancy neighborhood. <laughs> the rest of us plebes all live in normal houses right. and drive normal cars. I drive yeah. a 99 Silverado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The truck is almost as old as I am. Your truck can't even afford to wash my truck. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up. It's the funny. Poor people you talk about. You give a little money to somebody and they just turn into a dude. Whatever. Shane hide money. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Devin, I'm sure <laughs> I'm, something crazy has happened to you this week. Why don't you tell us? Um, my dog had diarrhea this today. That's Ugh. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's right in his cage. It's exciting. Came home after eight and a half hours. Walked right in. Well, that's probably the problem is that you fucking lock him up for eight hours. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Let him hey. tear up everything in my room. So Call he Pete just on sat me. in his cage. Call Pete on me, dog. He, he sat in a cage full of diarrhea for eight hours. No, it wasn't. It wasn't eight hours. I had someone let him out like halfway through my shift, and it wasn't like that. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Devin Hughes is the Michael Vick of podcasting. <laughs> 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 uh, I leave dogs oh, in their cages till they shit all over themselves. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah. So that's what I was doing before I came here. What'd you guys do this weekend? Did y'all do anything fun? I didn't, uh, yeah, Friday night I hung out with Jamie's husband, oh, nice. Lynn, and just, we killed. Did y'all turn it up? Oh, uh, we killed a bottle of rum, started getting into beer, then we got into something else and started drinking some other liquor, and I mean, it just, it just went downhill, man. It was went that the night before hill. Josh left us out to dry? Say what? I said, was that the night before Josh left us out to drive? Yeah, it was Dude, the night it, was, it started the storm. Shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, it wasn't that Whatever. bad of a storm. Dude, I got like halfway home and it got to where you could barely like see on the road. Really? Even with yes. your sweet HIDs? Yeah, I went, even with the HIDs and I, my fog lights. I was going right behind. I, I didn't leave that far behind you and it wasn't that bad at all. Anyway, this is stupid. We don't need to talk about this. But I mean, it, I didn't think it was that bad. But yeah, I hung out with him, and then Saturday I kind of chilled out and went bowling. Saw you all Sunday. Uh, I mean, it wasn't my weekend wasn't anything special. I'm like, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about this over and over again. I'm like super depressed about the surgery that I have to have. Dude, so. it's shoulder surgery for God's sake. I know. I just do. You want to have surgery? No, but at least you get to get knocked out in the beginning. That feels nice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and then wake up and you're immobile. In fucking pain. Yeah. Listen, at least it's not on your ass. Yeah, touche. At least you won't have trouble shitting. Yeah. That's at a, least you have point. an arm, Adam. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. At least you have an arm to fucking operate on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be you worse. pompous fuck. I'm just tired, man. I just, I'm afraid. I've already had two knee surgeries. I've had one, uh, one total knee reconstruction when I was 18 or 19. I had another one about three or four years ago to re- repair my ACL and my other knee. 
and now I'm having shoulder surgery. Now, I should have had this surgery when I was young. I knew it. The doctor told me I should have had it. But I just don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. And I'm afraid. Like, I'm afraid I inherited, like, a weak body. Or that, like, inherited it? Huh? (laughs) Inherited it? Like, or, like, hereditary. Like, from my parents. You know, that maybe, even though I've been really hard on my body and I'm I'm a really large man and I've, I've been... I've maintained my activity levels and I've been, I've been active and, and running around and jumping and acting like a fool and working out. I was a power lifter for years, years of methamphetamines, years of methamphetamine. I mean, I'm like a piece of wadded up bubble gum now, but you are. I used to be Your like kidneys a, are shot. Yeah. Kidney <laughs> from liver all, from all the pill popping. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, JK. like there's all kinds of people that are super hard on their body. They're, like I have all kinds of friends that have just been hard on their body and they haven't had to have any surgeries and I'm on my third. Mm. Jealous of people like that. People who can just eat whatever they want and still have abs. Yeah, like they can just like go out right now and run out around in the yard and like play football. Like I'm, I'm serious. Even though I work out and my legs are strong, like my legs and my knees and everything are strong. If I went and ran around out in the yard right now, I'd probably end up damaging one of my knees again. You know, it just. Yeah, at least you don't have to be like Devin where because of all his butt surgery, he has to take his pants off every time he takes a shit. (laughs) Listen, that was a curse before the butt surgery. Oh. I mean, have you never had any any problems with your knee after you had surgery? Uh, oh yeah, I guess you did. You did have some. Yeah, he gets those shots. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I had to have those those uh, acid shots in my knee. But I mean, don't you have any 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 like any movement? I mean, doesn't your no? Your... I don't. I don't have any movement. My biggest issue is like the cartilage. Yeah, and and that's just that's gonna happen. I mean, you're gonna get arthritis after surgery and stuff. Yeah, and I've years. got that too. But on both of mine, it's like they're starting to kind of loosen up. And they're just not as tight as they used to be. And that's what sucks because any any of that movement is when everything gets destroyed. Well, that's what happens when you continually are holding up three bills on those knees. <laughs> yeah. I know, man. I got to. Knew that where that was going. Yeah. I well, dude, that's a, like right that whenever I, I got super skinny like five years ago. Like super, skinny. super skinny. You talking about like two seventy five? No, I got down to two twenty six, dude. I was damn. I was in the best shape of my life. I hadn't been two twenty six since I was in like fucking fourth grade. Um, <laughs> do you have pictures of when two twenty six? I do. I do have pictures. I'm seeing them. Okay, I'll, we'll post them on socials. Hell yeah! This is what Josh is aiming for with keto. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, when I w- when I was uh, back at that size, dude, all my all my problems with my knees went away. Like I could. Like I could run for forever because I was like doing insanity and all this crazy stuff. And it was just, I was like a whole nother me. Like all those elements that you have from being so fucking hefty, like those go away whenever you lose a bunch of weight. Oh yeah. It's amazing what happens. Um, I mean, it, I need to, I've been, I've told you all, I've been heavy for years and years and years and my weight doesn't fluctuate a lot. I'm just a large man. My dad insists that I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a large frame. I mean, I think I'm just a large man in general. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard. But hey, I've been. I was kind of depressed this weekend about having my surgery, and was just kind of butthurt about that. Speaking of surgery, you know what, my dad like. I'm I'm bald, as you can tell, or, or balding. If I actually let my hair grow out, I'd be bald. And uh, Adam's balding too. But Do you anyways, have like <clears throat> the half bald look? Um, I have like a, I have like a, uh, like it's really thin up at the front and then I have like a bald spot in the back and it's like, it's like kind of splotchy. Gotcha. looks like shit. But my dad told me, and he believes this to this day because I had like knee surgeries. I had, uh, appendectomy. I had like eye surgeries all from like 17 to early twenties. He, to this day believes, and it could be true that all the anesthesia, that I like had to do to like go under for those surgeries made me lose my hair. Wait, really? is your dad bald? Uh, yeah. Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but he believes that that, that that caused it. Really? Yeah. He believes that anesthesia caused male pattern baldness. <laughs> well, I mean, in I that mean, case. it could be true, but I mean, I highly doubt it. I think it's just what I got from him. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the logical place to go with that yeah it also doesn't help that i have a fucking bear sweater on that i inherited from him too <laughs> a bear sweater <laughs> you are a, a strikingly hairy person i am <laughs> i am it's I, like uh, josh's 
body hair just comes up through the neck of his t-shirt you know like hamburger meat it's not quite that bad but if i if i get a shirt where the neck gets stretched out what always happens is is my beef comes up the back it'll (laughs) stick out of the back of the shirt that's why you got to trim all that stuff down man you got to like you got to trim your your neckline way down on your back dude if i like it's 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 too high like it's at the it's like you don't know where my back hair ends and my hair on my head begins. That's, That's disgusting. You gotta, but I mean, like, if your neckline is here, you gotta like go like two inches below it. You gotta do like a like a half moon. You know, that's what I do. I don't want any of that you shit. You have to make a t shirt. People, out of people your own that body look down hair. the back of my shirt would have no idea that I have like a little bit of hair on my back. I'm gonna like halfway down my back. I'm just gonna shave like this big swooping like C in my back, so it looks like a fucking pendulum. Have you ever shaved your back before? <laughs> oh yeah. You have? It's a timely process. It's time and when you're done, <clears throat> since your your t shirt or your shirts don't ever touch skin, they're always floating on like it's your, so weird, dude. They're always <laughs> like, floating on hair. When you put a shirt on for the first time, it itches like you wouldn't believe. It yep. drives you insane. And it feels weird. I tell you what else is crazy too, is like whenever I I've I've shaved my chest and my back like one hundred percent. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. At one time or another, and like, and I mean, like razor shaved, like shave it off with clippers and then shave it down razor like Ugh. to the skin. And that you was want- when Josh was a uh, was an Olympic swimmer. Yeah, yeah. I was actually in the uh, I was in the the handicap Olympics for one arm swimmers. Um, <laughs> but no, when you do that, it's crazy how much you don't realize that all the all the water that the hair catches. And like when you shave it all off, dude, I could I could dry off with one fucking paper towel. <laughs> like that's all it would take. That's how much fucking water my hair retains. That's, that's yeah. crazy. Josh have, uses three towels to dry off. Yeah, I have enough <laughs> I have enough fucking water in my hair to to drench all the people of the Sahara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to give them water. To like like feed a small village. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think people need to irrigate for their crops? Just like ring out my body. Bring hair. in a fat hairy man. Yeah, but you got to do you got to do Ludo's roar when you do it. <laughs> Are you hairy, Adam? Uh, on your a little back? bit. It's not bad. Oh, okay. I mean, I got a little bit of hair. My, mine's like mine's tasteful. Mine's like the type of hair tasteful. that like tasteful. It is. Mine's the type of hair that if you put, if I like take my shirt off in front of like a female, they're like, oh. He oh. takes his shirt off and he looks oh. like a fucking fool. Yeah, they're like. Yeah, you got a little hairy chest. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like Josh. It's not like I take a shirt off and they're like, "Did you take your shirt off yet?" <laughs> Adam Adam takes his shirt off. He looks like a forty year old Serbian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody always asks Josh, like, "When are you going to take that coat off?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a really weird coat you're wearing. Josh, yeah. take your pea coat off. It's eighty degrees. <laughs> Oh God! Man, what else? You got other stuff written down on your little ink pad over there. What, what what other stuff do you get written down? I don't know. That's that's all bullshit. That's nothing. That's old stuff. So right. speaking, we we, uh, we kind of touched on. Uh, you said a little bit about keto, uh, as well as the last five fucking episodes we've debated keto. Um, oh your, yes, uh, your wife had a little doctor's visit. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I have been waiting on this. I have been <laughs> waiting on this. I went to work yesterday, and what? I, I can't. All right, I, I can't. Jo, I, Josh, you talk, and then I, I'll <laughs> just let me tell Adam's the fucking so story. Excited. I'm so excited. I am so, so excited. So uh, last Friday, my wife. Um, she had a doctor's appointment and she went in for just like a yearly checkup and the place she goes to, you know, they have like one doctor and then like several nurse practitioners. Well, the person she was going to see is not who she normally sees. So she goes in to see him and, um, you know, it's like a physical or whatever. So they like, you know, weigh her and everything. And he goes, was he an MD or a nurse practitioner? A nurse practitioner. Oh, okay. I think he, I think he was a nurse practitioner. I don't, honestly, I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure he was a nurse practitioner, but whatever. You told me it was a doctor. Well, whatever. I I think it's a nurse practitioner. I don't know. Anyways. Um, so he, you know, they're going through the thing or whatever. And he goes, he notices that like, she's lost a bunch of weight since she was in there last time or lost some weight. And he goes, was she chewing on a stick of butter while she was in the room? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's what she was doing. She you had mean, a straw stuck in a stick of butter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, so anyway, so he goes, uh, yeah, so, you know, it looks like you've lost a bunch of weight or lost some weight since you were last here. Like, what are some things that, that you've done? And she was like, oh, you know, I did Weight Watchers for a while. And, and, uh, and then over the holidays, you know, I kind of, whatever, you know, I had like a cheat time or whatever. But she goes, recently, like I've been doing, and she didn't say keto. She said, uh, like the last three weeks, I've been doing like a high fat, um, like low carb, no sugar type diet. She just kind of explained the diet to him. Yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. He goes, well, you know that that a uh, low carb, like a low carb, high fat diet, that those are bad for you, right? And she goes, no. Like, what do you mean? And he goes, so he starts to explain himself. And he, you know, he goes into a lot more detail than, than what I'll go into. But the basic premise is, is that when you do those diets, that you will see really, really good results. Like you'll see that your cholesterol goes down. Or, you know, it's healthy, your blood pressure, you know, lowers, and you're going to see results from it. But he, in his, this is his words exactly, that if you have a cheat day or like a 10-day span or something like that, that whenever you cheat, because you're changing your metabolic, like how your body produce or like how your body processes, um, you know, this stuff. So instead of running on glucose, you're, you're fueling your body on fat and protein, that you're changing your metabolic rate. And that when you have these cheat days and you reintroduce, you know, carbohydrates or sugar back into your diet, that you're a walking heart attack. <laughs> is his words exactly. So it's a crash I, fucking diet. No, yeah. listen. So my wife, she. I, I would have loved it if he would have just like said that, like it's a crash diet. You know, <laughs> I, I would have just, I'd have literally, I'd have gone out and just gotten like a sack full of crystals that day. So. <laughs> So my wife like texts this to me and says, uh, you know, the doctor says that that keto is no good. And I'm like, I immediately like try and call her. I'm at work and she doesn't answer or whatever. So um, I finally I'm talking to her about it and she's telling me like everything that he's saying. And and the way that he broke down the diet to her, like clearly you can tell that, that he knows what he's talking about to some extent. But I will tell you that I've after she told me this, like I did a shit ton of research, like I dug, dude fucking trying to find anything about keto like causing heart attacks or anything like that where oh when you whenever you go back like you know it having a negative i can't find anything and by doug he he only visited ketoenthusiast.com yeah yeah, disprove yeah. All and keto. wikipedia um yeah but but anyway so my thing is is and, I, and this is what i told her is i was like look i'm not saying that if you do have these cheats that that like it's it's that it's like good for you because it, clearly it's not because then you're just kicking your body out of the cycle and it's having a negative impact on you. I don't think it's quite as drastic as he makes it out to be. Um, but once again, and I will stick to this keto is meant to be a lifestyle change, not some diet that you do for six months and then go back to the way you were like, it's meant to be a permanent fixture, not something that you flip flop back and forth on. So, but unfortunately sense. we're humans and sticking to something like that is really difficult. If it wasn't difficult, then we would all be in tip top shape and we would all work out all the time and we would all eat healthy and drink lots of water and we wouldn't have to do keto. So statistically mm -hmm. the likelihood that you are going, and, and here's the other part that I think people miss. I'm going to talk about it. The, statistically, the likelihood that you're going to suddenly have some carbohydrates, or you're going and you're going to start to eat, or you're going to have some beer or whatever, and your body is suddenly going to go into this this mode where it hasn't had any of this stuff in a long time. It doesn't know how to metabolize it, and it will also start to crave it. And that's what we, we forget about in a lot of these things. When I did a low-carb diet years and years and years and years ago. And everything was great, and I started losing weight, and I felt good. And then one day, my dad had some a, a treat for me is olive oil and, like, a, a nice piece of Italian bread or, like, so like a French baguette or something in, in, like, olive oil. Then I had, like, a few pieces of bread. And it was, uh, like, an addict. Well, yeah. I ate an entire roll or entire huge piece of bread and then the next day i craved bread all day and i went so far off my diet it was just it was unbelievable 
like how much my body was like, thank you. Yeah, like, but look, it's like with anything. Like you've got to have some level of willpower and you've got to be able to set yourself like when you have those times when you cheat or you're going to, you know, go off the rails a little bit. Like you got to be able to write the ship. And the way that I and not just this time, but like before, whenever I had lost a bunch of weight, I basically had to get into the mindset that food is not for taste. Like food is not meant to taste good. It is meant to fuel my body and nothing more. And I basically had to get to the point to where every time I ate, I didn't care about what it tasted like. And that's why I eat some of the gross shit that I do. Like that's a bro- boring life though, man. <clears throat> but well, but they tell I, you eat saying, to live, don't live to eat. Yeah, exactly. And, live, and I'm not saying every meal has to taste like shit, but I'm saying like if I'm at if I'm at work and I'm eating a lunch, like I'm not eating for fucking delicacy. I'm going to eat some fucking Brussels sprouts with tuna, hot sauce, mustard. Like, Ugh. like I'm going to eat that shit. Because, that sounds good to me. But it, because it, mustard? It, it fuels me, not because it fucking tastes good. I mean, to me, it tastes good. But to other people, it looks like I'm eating a fucking scraps off someone's table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that philosophy. It, I used to have this written on a mirror years ago when I was in better shape. Like, eat to live, don't live to eat. And I saw, I saw that like every day. And it was like, just eat, eat for fuel. You don't have to, every meal. I mean, you, there are going to be meals when you go out and it's like, it's on. I'm going to eat some pizza and I'm going to have steak. And you're eating just to eat because you, you love it. But for the most part, our meals need to just be for sustenance, not to like, you know, really gorge ourselves. But we all have these carnal instincts where you you're almost wired to eat like there's not going to be any tomorrow. That's why you can feed a dog until a dog is literally laying on the floor and miserable and their their stomach is distended because they don't have the ability to not eat until they're they're completely sick because a dog is always eating like it doesn't think it has a tomorrow. Is it kind of the same way that like with you, you're bred to drink a bottle of whiskey at every meal. <laughs> yeah. Like once I get a taste of liquor, I have to drink it all. Like there is no tomorrow. You have to drink a bottle of whiskey and a sack full of crystals. Which is precisely Hatch why cheese. after I have this shoulder surgery, I'm going to have shoulder liver transplant. Surgery. Did I say shoulder surgery? <laughs> yeah, shoulder surgery. After I have this shoulder surgery. Shoulder surgery. I'm going to have a liver transplant. I'm going to get the liver from like a 15-year-old kid. It's all clean. You're going to wake up and your left arm's going to be gone and they're going to put it on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in its place, they're just going to put a liver. I'll just have like a, a liver hanging livers. off my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd, be, it'd probably be healthier hanging out there than it would be inside me. I'm going to go ahead and say this on here because I want the extra accountability. Um, <clears throat> starting tomorrow, I'm, star- I'm starting T25. Oh, nice. I'm going to, I have all the videos and I have the tracker and everything, and I'm going to get back on that horse. Do you nice. still have the VHSs? I do. I have, I have T25 on VHS. Oh, yeah. Your weight's going to start dropping. I, I haven't, I didn't get to work. I only worked out two days last week, just been super busy. And now that I'm having the surgery, I won't be able to work out for the next probably week or so. Yeah. Um, Whenever I did Insanity the last time, I started posting on Facebook because I knew if I posted on there, like people would ask and it would make me like, now I have to do it, almost like a type of thing. So I'm going to do that this time because now I, I have to do it because I'm saying it on here and people will ask me. About here we it. go. Yep. Do we want to go ahead and discuss the weights? The weights. The battle of the beefcakes? Yeah. We can. Um, so <clears throat> last week. When we weighed, I had gone up 0.2 pounds, and that was after my weekend in St. Louis. And then I weighed again. And I kind of had like an up-and-down week, too. Um, and I weighed this week, and I had gained another uh, 0.4. Yeah, I went up to 318. I was yeah. uh, I was 317.6 last time. 317.6. Oh, I thought you were 317.2. So you gained 0.4. Gained 4, but you get about a half a pound. Yeah. And last time, I think – I had weighed. I was like you three. Went up. I was three ten something, and I went up to like three thirteen. Yep. And then you drastically dropped this week. Yeah, I'm I'm down today. The I finally weighed in at three oh eight point six. Nice. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that's, like a, that's like a five pound, pound loss from last week. That's because yeah. I started keto. 
Yeah. I, bet, I bet you did, you fuck. All the shit talking. He's, he's taking a page out of my book. I went to medical weight loss. I, I've been I've been on of nothing but B twelve shots and water. He's taking he's and taking stem fucking cells. Yeah. yeah. He's taking fucking fentramine and coffee every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I've just been watching what I eat and eating less of it. Good and for you, man. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I mean, I'm the type of guy where if you're gonna have one of something, you may as well have two of something, and. If you're going to eat two eggs, why not just have three? Yeah. If you're going to have one sausage biscuit, why not just have two? And yeah, that's just kind of – Or five. Or, yeah, well, or five. And I, that's how I eat. I eat like that all the time because I really love it, and it tastes really good. And I'm just – I'm putting my food on smaller plates, and I am stifling myself and, and, and just trying not to eat as much. And it sucks because I'm like right now I'm hungry. Of course, I'm having surgery tomorrow. I can't eat, but I am hungry. What I'm afraid of is now that I had the surgery, even though it's shoulder surgery, I, you're going to have a tendency to be a little sedentary. Oh, yeah. And I know that today my mom told me she's making like casseroles for you tons of food sausage balls and soup and ribs and all this stuff that's easy to heat up yeah uh i, I don't know why she chose ribs but i mean she, they're her she makes some of the best ribs because she knows you can put down like 18 racks yeah <laughs> yeah so i have a feeling when this is when this is this week is over with i'm probably gonna put on a couple 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 lbs so whenever you get out of surgery tomorrow do you want me and Devin to be waiting there yeah, that'd be great. Like standing over your bed when you wake up with like, a microphone in my face. Yeah, we're gonna record. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna record you going in. Like when they start giving you the drugs and you get loopy, we're gonna record that, and then we're gonna record you when you come out. I actually have a real fear of that. Uh, I are was, you looking stupid? I was told <laughs> one time that I get very flirtatious. I bet, and that they they all they always said. Every time that I've ever had surgery, I ask. And they're like, you are very sweet and very lovey-dovey and very kind. But it's just like every woman that walks past you, you're like, what's your name? Do you, <laughs> will you want to go out with me? You're a oh, true God. animal. <laughs> yeah, I'm really lonely right now. Oh, it, my God. You know, that kind of shit. You're going to wake up and uh, out of surgery tomorrow, <clears throat> and I'm going to be laying in the bed spooning you. No, yeah, that'd be nice. Rubbing your, <laughs> caressing your shoulder. Yeah. Kissing it. Yeah. Licking it. Give me like little, yeah. Like licking his wounds. Yeah. Funny story. The last thing I remember saying before I went under in my uh, my butt surgery, <laughs> uh, I said to all the, the nurses and everything, I was like, all right, I think it's fair since you guys just get to see in my butt, I get to see yours. Nice. And then I passed out. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I love, uh, I mean, usually when you go in for surgery, like, Right before they they really start to prep you, they'll give you like a little little Xanax. Or they'll give you like a little something something just to, to to calm you down, and you're just like totally chill. They'll bring in a needle as big as Ron Jeremy's little prick, and <laughs> I don't not, think his prick was little, a little, little but... prick. It was like a ten inch, and the, you know you're just like wow, that's huge. Every time, every time, I always I'm like wow, and they'll. They'll run it into my knee or run it into my my arm, and I'm always like, "That's unbelievable! It doesn't even hurt. This is crazy." Are you still talking about Ron Jeremy's dick? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Ron It doesn't Jeremy's even dick. hurt my butt when it goes in. Yep. I don't know. I, it, I mean, it's I always get I'm a worry wart. It's my doctor or one of my doctors and my dad told me years ago. You you're, you you worry yourself into a frenzy. You're always hyper hyper aware and, and worried about everything, and you need to be really careful because all that stress is really going to wear you out. Um, That's why you're 38 and you look like you're 53. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm graying. Yeah, my body's <laughs> literally falling apart. How many days are you off work? What are you going to do? I guess just, I don't know. Are you going to watch a lot of Roseanne like Josh did this weekend? Probably. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna pick a show. I'm gonna find a, a new show on Netflix, or I'm gonna find a new show on Amazon, and I'm just gonna wear it out. Um, and I'm gonna try not to eat a ton, and I'm gonna try to stay away from alcohol. I mean, I don't need to have. I'm gonna be on opiates. I don't need to have alcohol in my system anyway. Did yeah, I yeah. be a part of that statistic? Yeah, I'm actually. I mean, this is the first time that I've ever had be part of that statistic. Nice. Uh, I'm. I, this is the first time I've ever had surgery where when I get done. I can get up and dress myself and just walk to the car 
every time I've ever had surgery, the knee surgeries that I had were so invasive, I was totally immobile, and I couldn't do anything. Um, if you need help putting your underwear on, let me know. I'll come over. I actually was going to ask you tonight, you know, from do you want me, you need techniques because I can I can show you how I do it. Yes, yeah, I because I, I've never been without the use of an arm. Okay. So yeah, I it was it's funny enough. I was actually going to ask you that. I can show you some uh, some little snippets I use to get around. Cool. It's me. Like I go over to Josh's house and use only my teeth to pull up the other side. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. I can actually show you how how I do my toilet paper too. Ooh, I didn't Ooh. even think about that, dude. Yeah, think about that one, bro. Let's do a whole like YouTube series about Josh just doing life everyday normal things. I think when one I arm. yeah, I think what I'm going to end up doing instead of using toilet paper, I'm just going to get wash like, rags. No, I'm just going to get <laughs> can <laughs> after can them? of like wet wipes and just dude, like, that's uh, the way to go. No, it do you is not, not use dude. wet wipes. No, dude, yeah. if you have a big old smeary thing in your butthole and then you start using wet wipes on that it does not no you don't use wet wipes as the primary source but that's what he's talking about and you don't do that listen you <laughs> no, use wet wipes. i cannot believe that last week we tried to tackle gun control <laughs> yeah. and this week we're, <laughs> we're talking, talking about, about whether wipes. or not we need to use wet wipes dude you use wet wipes as a secondary right but and he's talking about crew. as a primary and you do not use them as a primary you're, no. open, you're opening up a fucking world of hurt if you use them as a primary. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to get all mushy. Yeah, mushy it's like, is what I just well, said. Well, it's, like, it's like taking a wet rag on top of a permanent marker. It never stops, you know? Kind of. It's, it, like, it's, it's like wiping a Sharpie. It's true. It is. I've done it. But yeah. you, using a wash rag as opposed to wet wipes, that is more feasible than wet wipes. Well, yeah, it's also more expensive. Well, I'll no, just, I'm going to go to Home Depot, and I'm going to get one of those like really big packages of of microfiber, microfiber. towels <laughs> and just micro i'll have like Ugh. the most historically clean ass ever then i'm gonna wash them all and use them on my car it looked like nice. you, sh- you yes. shimmied your what shimmied your ass clean yeah you used a sham wow on yeah. a sham wow on my butt i asked for sham wow for my birthday one year really like when it first came out i was so obsessed with sham wow i was like i need this what a random thing to ask for yeah, that's fucking random. I thought it was so fucking cool. You needed it for your When in reality, assist. it was just like any other like uh, absorbent towel. Yeah, like just, you could just go buy those yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It was just the way they marketed it. The the ShamWow guy. He got real popular. Didn't he go to jail? Yeah, I think he raped somebody. No. <laughs> what? No. he, he It was like public intox, and I think he whipped up on somebody. I don't think he raped anybody. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just throw that out there like nonchalantly. Yeah. Did, wait, didn't I see him on a new infomercial? I almost said info commercial. He kind of looks like Johnny Knoxville. He's a he's a pitch man. Oh, he does I mean, he's he's like Billy he Mays and that other guy, Anthony. That dude's dead. Bourdain. No, Anthony. It was that guy that's like Australian that was always with Billy Mays. Yeah. They're they're they had a show called Pitchman, where had had a show. Billy Mays is Thank dead. you. Um, but yeah, that's what they do. They just like someone gives them a product and they learn about that product and they just pitch it to people. I got something to pitch to you guys. So I've been, as I've talked about in many episodes on a Roseanne binge and over the weekend, I I got me thinking, who would you rather do Becky or Darlene? (laughs) This is a conversation straight out of high school. Who would you rather do? Yeah. Who would you rather do? Hey, that's a fun game to play sometimes. Darlene. No, Becky. You'd rather do Becky? Yeah. Now I, is is this is this the original Becky or is this the second Becky? Second Becky. That's who you'd prefer? Yeah. Okay. She was the cutest one. Too old. Too, too old. What? Dude, I'm you too old. I mean, you I'm weren't too, even alive when Roseanne, too old. when Roseanne was on. Whatever. You don't even know about what Becky. What year did Roseanne then? air? Uh it was like 88 to 97 or something. Yeah, dude. What were you that three show was, when it that went show off? was well into its fifth season when I was born. <laughs> oh. I don't know. There's something about Darlene. She's got that mysterious. I'm more like air about her. Boy meets but she's world. a closet freak. But she's Darlene. There's just nothing about her that's attractive. Mm. She's not attractive at all. I, I mean, know. it appeals to me. Yeah, I'm more like 
Boy Meets World. Topanga. I'm on that new age shit. You know that, that was like <clears throat> every young man's dream. She was so gorgeous. So gorgeous. Still is gorgeous. Yeah. Topanga was hot. Danielle, I think her name is Danielle Fischel or yeah. Danielle Fischel. Completely gorgeous. Yeah, that was like that was a huge crush. Who was your all time like when you were a teenager or growing up, like TV movie? Who was your like? Who was your it? The hot one for you, Jodie Foster. Oh God, <laughs> and her of sweet calves, calves, and her <laughs> sweet calves. You used to masturbate to her calves. I used to be. I, I was always super attracted to like older women when I was young. Dolly like Faye Parton. Dunaway. No. Dolly Parton, Sharon Stone, so attracted to Dolly Parton. Sharon Stone's not old, not when he was growing up. I mean, she's like sixty now. But well, yeah, I mean, she was older than me. She was like in her thirties. Yeah, 30s. I mean, it'd still be older than him. I'm not talking. I mean, Sharon Stone was hot. Here, sorry. So huh? you were you were into uh, <laughs> Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton, like the what was it the the whore, whorehouse in Texas? Yeah, best little whorehouse nine to five. Oh man, <laughs> straight Dolly, talk. Dolly Parton <laughs> nine to five. I, this is no lie. I'm not joking around. This is I'm honest. How many times do you crank it out to straight talk? Uh, oh not, God, I, I don't think I've even seen straight talk. And I mentioned this earlier. I was really attracted to uh, the girl in Moonlighting, Sybil. Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. When I because there's just something name. sultry Short, that, that like kind of sultry mm-hmm. like sexy like woman like a female in a, in a power position. Yep. Oh yeah, man. When I when I was younger, I was the, wearing those skirt suits. Yep. And high heels. The shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me. You know, there was all kinds of women I was attracted to. So who'd you say your number one was? My number one, and not Jodie Foster. Who was your real like? I don't know who my number one is. One. Probably, I mean, that I just to probably Topanga that chick. Uh, but well, look, when I was really young, I was completely, completely enamored with Dolly Parton. Okay, what about you, Devin? Uh, I'm more of a um, Saved by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, bro. Kelly Kapowski. I, I think she like she only got like better looking with age. She was like she's like Jennifer Aniston. To me, Tiffany Jennifer Amber Aniston. Thiessen? Yeah, have yeah. you seen her older? Yeah, have you seen the pictures of her like all cracked out and drugged out? No, I haven't seen those. Oh, <laughs> we choose to look at the good Tiffany Amber. Bad. Is it worse than the Olsen twins? It's oh, <laughs> way worse. Are you she, serious? Yes, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah, dude. She got messed up. She was on Baywatch for a while, wasn't she? Yes. My Kelly, my Kelly Kapowski. Right after that, she went out and just got hammered on drugs and has all these, these like... uh, Did she start hanging out with Heath Ledger? (laughs) Oh, God. And Brittany Brittany Murphy. Um, Oh, God. She's got... all these these mug shots and stuff where she literally looks it's like she's oily. been in a fight and her hair's all scraggly. Are you she, looking this up right now? She looks all methed out. It's bad. She looks like she hasn't had a shower in like six years. It's bad, bad, bad. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying to find it. Well, I'll look for it. What was your uh, Josh, yeah? What's what yours, yours while he looks it up? <clears throat> so I was always big on Cindy Crawford when I was growing up. I was a big like Cindy Crawford, Kathy Ireland. I'm gonna I'm gonna res, I'm gonna choose a, a legit one. Go ahead. But that's not my number one. Um, my wife's gonna laugh about this, but uh, I'm I always thought Amanda Bonds was hot. Yeah, yeah. I've I don't got see it, dude. I've got dude. I've got a trump card. I've got a trump. Lindsay card. Lindsay Lohan. Well, she was hot, but she's she's younger than me. Alyssa Milano. Ooh, yeah. Alyssa that's Milano. What that's was she good. in? She was in. She's always oh no! Like a uh, talk show who's host. the boss? Who's the boss? And then you know she, like after that she started you know doing movies and stuff, and I was just completely attracted. And Elizabeth Shue. Oh yeah. Oh man, when it, we were young, what was, that, uh, was it summer school? <clears throat> she in summer school? No, that's not Elizabeth. No, Shue, Elizabeth though. Shue was in. Um, one of her first big movies was with Tom Cruise, Cocktail. Oh yeah, but she also did Leaving Las Vegas. Elizabeth Shue was in Hollow Man. Um, she was in all kinds of weird movies, but Elizabeth Shue is so gorgeous. 
She is really attractive. She's like an every woman. She looks like the like the girl next door. Alyssa Milano, girl next door. Uh, I was super attracted. What to about her. Punky Brewster? Uh, Soleil Moonfry. She actually turned out to be really hot. Yeah. Yeah. She really is. Yeah. This is a weird subject. <laughs> Why is it weird? I don't know. Just I just feel weird about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not finding any like. I think you're. I think you're wrong about Tiffany uh, Amber Thiessen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, then there was another girl that was on Baywatch that was... You don't fucking talk about Kelly Kapowski like that. There's another girl that was on Brooke. Remember her name was Brooke. Lisa Turtle? No. Turtle. So look up look up Baywatch. There was a girl oh, on Baywatch, and her name was Brooke something. I'm not looking at this did, up uh, did Tiffany Amber Th- did No. Did <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, did she start going downhill once you hung out with Heath Ledger and Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Philip Seymour Hoffman's a cautionary tale. Y'all talk for a second. I'm going to look this up. I know who it is. No, you don't have to look it up. I already found it. It was actually Yasmin Bleeth. That's not, it. Not Tiffany Amberthies. That's it. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. that when I was Google searching. Whatever. They look, they, they look similar. No, they don't. No. Kelly Kapowski is way hotter. Okay. Whatever. Way hotter. Whatever. All right, guys. Adam's got to have surgery. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. This is Devin. This is Josh. This is Adam. Peace.